Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hub World podcast. Um, back for its 29th episode. Um, today, we have a topic which we will share with you. My name is Jules, um, and today I'm joined by Mateo and Gino. Gamescom has been happening the last few days, and there's been a lot of news and stuff, and we've been debating what we should talk about. But ultimately, we decided like this might not be for a lot of people the biggest topic, but we th- we're excited for this game. Um, which is Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. It's the crossover fighting game featuring Nickelodeon characters. It's being developed by Ludosity and Fairplay Labs, who have made similar Smash Bros-like games in the past. And even though we're unsure of whether this game will be good or not, we're excited at the concept of it because we love Nickelodeon and we want to talk about, like, roster and, like, potential. And there were a couple characters announced today and we're going to just kind of talk about that to start why don't we just go around and say what our favorite nickelodeon tv show is all right i'm gonna start i think my favorite nickelodeon show is probably or was because it's not on air anymore uh jimmy neutron boy genius i love the entire cast of that show the animation probably hasn't held up because you know it was early like 3d animation days but like carl weezer sheen Jimmy's dad. Those characters are like the gifts that keep on giving. Like they are so funny. All three of those characters are hilarious. I don't want to get into the the move set for Jimmy Neutron, but like I think I'll get into that later. But like I just love the fact that like you know Jimmy Neutron had its own movie, and then it's the show was like a spinoff of the movie, and like that was the big show when we were growing up, at least. Like that. Like aside from SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents, like Jimmy Neutron was probably the third biggest Nickelodeon property at the time. That was one of those shows that was like must watch TV for me as a kid. And I just have a really special place in, in my heart for it. Like doesn't get the love it. I don't think it deserves. And I remember hearing like there was talks of maybe like it like being rebooted or something, but obviously nothing's happened. But I, for me, Jimmy Neutron is my, my favorite show. I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I'm, I've been thinking about it this whole time. I don't know who, what my favorite Nickelodeon cartoon is, but one that I really do like that technically is represented is um, All Grown Up, I, which is the adult version of Rugrats, which I will die on the hill that All Grown Up is way better than Rugrats, probably fueled by my detest for babies, for human children. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really like All Grown Up. I like All Grown Up. But I don't know if I like it more than Rugrats, but I know it's a very unpopular opinion to have to say All Grown Up is even good. Because, like, there's, like, I know a lot of people that just hate that show. And I don't know like, why. I don't know either. It's, I think it's just the fact that it's Rugrats. And I would say Rugrats is the closest thing to, like, royalty in Nickelodeon next to SpongeBob. Like, I'd say SpongeBob and Rugrats are, like, those two shows that are, like, this is the royalty within Nickelodeon. And I think that's why, like, Rugrats was so big that when they announced a sequel series, it was just immediately met with hatred. In the same way that I'm sure when all of us heard that there was going to be Camp Coral, the SpongeBob spinoff, I've never watched it, but I can tell you my initial reaction, which was, why the hell are they making another SpongeBob show? I mean, to be fair, though, Camp Coral is the reverse. The reason All Grown Up is better than Rugrats is because Rugrats are babies and babies suck. 
and grown-up people are better, so all grown-ups is better. The difference Camp Coral and SpongeBob is SpongeBob is about adults, and Camp Coral is about them as children, and children suck, so SpongeBob must be better. Wow. Strong yep. opinions, Jules. Strong opinion. No, I don't hate children. I just You just think babies definitely are ugly. <laughs> babies are overrated. Just give me a baby animal. I don't want a baby human. They're stinky and they're there's so much saliva. Anyway, enough about babies. Uh Gino, Nickelodeon show. Oh, I thought you were I thought you were gonna make like a like a Gino fan joke. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that would have been smart. Yeah, that would have been smart. But yeah. I'm also kinda in the same boat. Didn't really grow up watching too too many uh Nickelodeon IP. I do remember like when the first episode of SpongeBob came out, we were watching it, Mateo and I. Mateo was like really young. And my dad's just sitting there and he's like, This show's gonna be huge. I have a weird feeling about it. And like, look at where SpongeBob is now, right? I wanna say early days SpongeBob because it wasn't really like focusing on SpongeBob being super, super like being a man child. And it was just more like, okay, SpongeBob's just like this little goofy character. It wasn't really about like all the fast food stuff as like the more modern episodes tend to focus on like spongebob as the fry cook versus just the guy that goes out jelling jelly fishing or going to boating lesson like school and all that kind of stuff i don't know i haven't watched a lot of spongebob recently i just feel like that's kind of like where the show has evolved but i do want to say that my personal favorite though probably was danny phantom just because it was it was around that time when like i was about like 13 14 when the when the show first came out like right around the like the target age audience of that show superpowers it's a tv show it's a cartoon it's not dc it's not marvel i wasn't thinking in those terms but like i wasn't thinking like oh it's a superhero show wait those can exist without batman okay and really liking the whole concept of it we're like okay his kids has crazy science parents and turns into a ghost pretty cool and the box yeah. is great i remember like really liking danny phantom because it felt edgy you know there wasn't a lot of stuff on nickelodeon that felt edgy but Danny Phantom did. Danny Phantom felt like a big boy show, you know? Yeah. I felt like, why is Timmy not wearing pink and have doesn't have a hat? Yeah, he does look like an adult Timmy Turner. I always thought that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, is this like Timmy's older brother or something? Because you know that like dumb kid logic, right? Where like you just invent scenarios in your head for it to like make sense within the universe of the show. I guess. Oh, yeah. Like how apparently like Captain Falcon and Samus are like related. That's a tale that you forced me to believe when we were children, you know? I, Mateo, I don't think that was me. You deceived me. I don't think that, that was, was me. a rampant rumor, rumor because I had heard that one. But like I said, not as bad as the one I heard where Ness was Kirby's cousin. That <laughs> wh- what? Pink blob versus yeah. human child? Okay. I don't know. I, that's what I heard and I believed it. Okay. Well, thinking about Nickelodeon um, All-Star Brawl, let's just talk about the roster as is right now so there were two more characters announced today for the roster which brings our grand total of characters that we know 100 percent up to 16 so the current roster right now is from ah real monsters which i have no idea what that is it's a classic nickelodeon show like it's an early nicktoons Okay, well, from there's Oblina from, from uh, Real Monsters. From the Ren and Stimpy show, there's the Powdered Toast Man. From Rugrats, we have Reptar. From Danny Phantom, we have Danny Phantom. From Hey Arnold, we have Helga. We have from SpongeBob, SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy. From Invader Zim, we have Zim. From The Loud House, we have Lincoln Loud and Lucy Loud. From TMNT, we have Leonardo and Michelangelo. And from Wild Thornberries, we have Nigel Thornberry. And then today, announced were Cat Dog from Cat Dog and April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which brings our total up to 16. 
Um, we know that there's only 22 characters on the roster, which means that there's six more slots. Although we're going to talk about that because some of those characters are already kind of taken by a leak, but we'll we'll get there. Um, but in terms of before we get to that, like, what do you guys think of this roster so far? Like, what? How are you feeling? Like, do you have any thoughts on certain choices or? Yeah, I I have one. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nigel Thornberry. Anything with anything with Nigel is, must be good. The memes, just the memes, make themselves. There's gonna be just like a bunch of like just Nigel memes everywhere. Can you explain this? Way? So is Nigel actually a meme? Yes. Yeah, Nigel Thornberry. Yes, yeah. he, Nigel Thornberry was always a meme. The my personal favorite one is where it's Ariel from The Little Mermaid, and it's just photo, like she's on the rock and the water's behind her, and it's just Nigel's face on her face instead, and it says splashing. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, um, Giancarlo and I yesterday were discussing the potential for all the Nicktoons dads to show up. We we're talking about um, Jimmy Neutron's dad, and we we're talking about Mr. Turner, Tinkleberg, <laughs> Tinkleberg, and we we're talking about how funny it would be if they had all the dads. That would be rather funny. Yeah, for me, I th- I think the roster. I don't know. It's just the way I kind of look at it. Is that there's a lot of like '90s Nickelodeon representation with like Cat Dog, uh, Real Monsters, Ren and Stimpy, and then Helga from Hey Arnold and Nigel represent like that in between era of that was like the show started in the '90s and it ended in the early 2000s. But then you have SpongeBob, which is still a modern show because it's been on this entire time. Like it's been on for twenty years. And then, the- do you would you call that a modern show? Like I still attribute SpongeBob as an, a two thousands show because it started into the two thousands. Yeah, but it's also like it it started in the two thousands, but it's been modern. It like it's modernized by no means. Like I would say, classic SpongeBob mm. is com- a completely different show. I agree with you. Really early SpongeBob, sure. Like late nineties, like early two thousands, SpongeBob was definitely a very different show. But the majority of its run in the two thousands is not that different than what it's like now. My my thing is that like we have a lot of shows from that classic Nicktoons era to like two thousand two two thousand three, and then. We have modern representation with like Loud House and and like SpongeBob's whatever Ninja Turtles is not really Nickelodeon, but it is. But I want more characters in that 2000 to 2008, 2009 era of Nickelodeon where like I really watched it. And I know there's rights issues with Fairly Odd Parents, but like you have Jimmy Neutron there, you have Cat Scratch, you have Life as a Teenage Robot, LT Grey. Like, there's a, there's a lot of shows that came out in that window that would provide characters with really awesome moveset potential. And, like, we have a lot of the major series that are considered classic Nicktoons are represented already. I don't know what purpose it would serve to have another one of those... Like, I know Rocco's Modern Life is popular, but... Would you have rather have another character from another era of Nickelodeon that is represented already, or would you rather have some a character that is in a era that isn't as well represented? Not only do you have to like, it's not like with Smash Bros, where like people don't care about. Oh well, I want a character that's been introduced between two thousand and two thousand nine. No one cares about that, but with Nickelodeon, it does kind of matter because we all grew up in one era of Nickelodeon, but there's kids now that won't know who Rocco is or 
who Oblina is. But kids that grew up in the 90s know who those are, but don't know anyone from the Loud House. So, Taylor, you're, 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 you're missing one very important thing. Who's probably that? buying this game? Let's be honest. I know it's going to be mostly who, who's kids. Who's going to be buying this game? If kids from around, okay, let's just say kids eight years old, eight years old right now, right? When would the, likely when is their par- when was one of their parents born? Yeah, I know. Nineties kids, Mateo, are be getting are like they're they're having children. Some of them already have children, maybe a few, and they're the ones with the with the disposable income buying the game and everything, right? They want to have some nostalgia, so that's why you're getting all this nine. I I think personally, that's why you're getting all this nineties love. Right, so okay, you're gonna have your Ren and Stimpy. You're gonna have your um, real monsters, but they want the char- the parents to be able to resonate with some of these characters too, and then okay, and it'll bring them back into some kind of streaming service, and then they'll start watching all those old cartoons with their kids. It's more of like a family kind of thing. I mean, so this is what my, this is my two cents on this is I don't think that the 2000s area is era is underrepresented. Like that's my two cents on this because. When I'm looking at this this list, okay, sure, you have a couple classics. You have Ren and Stimpy. You have Cat Dog now. Although Cat Dog, same thing, like Cat Dog, the majority of the run was in the 2000s, not in the 90s. So mm-hmm. that one's arguable. But sure, you have Rugrats, you have Ren and Stimpy, you have uh, uh, Real Monsters. But like, you do have a lot of 2000s rep because the thing is, like, I know you're attributing SpongeBob to modern because he does exist in modern, but SpongeBob dominated the 2000s. Like, everything on Nick was about SpongeBob, and SpongeBob has three characters. Plus, you do have Danny Phantom. You have Cat Dog, who had the majority of its run in the 2000s. You have characters like Nigel Thornberry and Hey Arnold, which were like kind of those transitionary shows between the 90s and the 2000s. Plus, you got Invader Zim, and that was completely 2000s. So, like, I I actually do think the 2000s are very represented, arguably more so than modern and the the actual core 90s. Yeah, like straight up modern Nickelodeon only has on the confirmed roster. It's just Loud House, but Loud what House I meant... and TMNT, I guess you can say, because the new TMNT yeah. is modern. You can put a heavy asterisk on that. But the thing is, though, like a lot of yeah, all those shows that we you mentioned, like those have like the bleed over from the 90s to the the 2000s but like there's only two shows represented here that started in the 2000s and ended in the 2000s and that is invader zim and danny phantom so like i guess i right but there's only a few shows that started in the 90s and ended in the 90s and even rugrats too right like rugrats has a new show coming out and it had so rugrats represents all eras because it started in the 90s had its sequel series in the 2000s and now it has its reboot now Right? So it's like Spongebob. That's why Reptar honestly really works for Rugrats. Obviously you wouldn't have like a ba- like the babies fighting and All Grown Up is so controversial but Reptar is like on the the, the, Reptar yeah. is like one of the most iconic images of, from Rugrats. Yes. So that's why he honestly makes the perfect character. I see. I don't think like when I'm looking at the roster I don't think that it's eras that are misrepresented. I think it's particular shows are just too represented or underrepresented like spongebob no matter the way you look at it was going to have a bunch of characters like it's spongebob but like and i know that this is controversial but i don't think tmnt should have as many characters it has i really think that all they should have done with tmnt was had one character that's all the turtles 
and they have skins of each other because really at the end of the day sure they use different weapons but they could have built it where the character maybe has just a different move i don't know like I don't think they need to be all different characters. And April O'Neil definitely shouldn't be there. Really, it should have been the turtle character and Shredder or Splinter. And that's it. They really shouldn't have had this many. And the thing that bothers me about TMNT is, especially with the announcement of April O'Neil, is so now we have Leonardo and Michelangelo and we have April O'Neil. There's a chance that all the turtles aren't going to be in the game now at the base roster. But if they do DLC, they're definitely going to add those characters and what and that's like so like that's going to be the most unhype announcements is that the other turtles are in the game like it just feels like a waste of slot to know that these characters are coming at some point and are going to take away potential for like unique characters um but that's just the other turtles and like i i don't know like i really wish they had found a way to make it work where they didn't make them all separate that's a good point though because like it seems like for at least the base roster the the devs have a, have had a lot of freedom to decide like who they're putting in the game because like I don't remember Ren and Stimpy very much, but I don't think Powdered Toastman was that like big of a character in the show. I think it was just a side character. But then you have Helga isn't the main character of Hey Arnold. Nigel Thornberry isn't the main character of the Wild Thornberries. Like none of the main characters from Rugrats are representing Rugrats so far. I don't think there's that like Nickelodeon pressure saying you have to put the, this character in the game like how nintendo kind of does that with smash bros saying we want these characters in the game but with dlc that's going to be a completely different story because they're not going to want to front the money to make downloadable content of this game put the resources in for an optional purchase for people not to buy it so they're going to want to put those safe bet characters in as dlc so but the thing is how safe is one of the other turtles when you have two of them already in the game like why would I spend money on Donatello when I can just play as Leonardo or Michelangelo? Hey, Donatello could have been your favorite turtle. He is my favorite turtle. That's what I'm saying. But why would I spend money on Donatello over the other two turtles? If it's a really good game, which is... We don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's weird. Like you said earlier in the podcast, like the developer has a very good track record supposedly i've never played one of their games before but nickelodeon doesn't so none of the nickelodeon games in the past have been good with the odd exception here or there but the thing is if the game does end up being good and it sells well and people are really like supportive and it's got a good community i don't think they'll really like they're obviously gonna wait till the game comes out and see what the reviews are like and how well the sales go and then they should make their decision on DLC. And the DLC could... Who cares if it's like a year out from the release of the game? As long as the game is good enough to support DLC, then they should go all, all in on DLC. But right now, if they're planning on it, I think they're making a huge mistake because this could go either way. I'm sure that... I don't even know like with DLC, especially with what they've done with their, their Nickelodeon car racer, which I don't know how well that game sold, but I could see them just opting to not do DLC and to just go straight into a second game mm-hmm. and just like double the roster, right? I think I read somewhere that they are considering it. They've they're open to it, they said. They're not they're not ruling it out. Well we should also talk about so they they revealed um or was it leaked or was it revealed? The uh the box art. Well I think it, it was, was revealed. It it's a silhouetted image of what the box art's going to look like. Yes. 
so you see all the character silhouettes on the box art, but that was not that was leaked. Okay. Um, so there's a leaked silhouetted version of the box art. And you can make out some of the characters on like you can see like clearly Patrick is there and there's Powder Toastman and Reptar. Um but then there's other characters um that haven't been announced that people have identified the two most notable ones like the two most clearly like the most obvious ones are Ren and Stimpy which uh, like I'm glad that they're there um they should be there there's question about whether they're one character or whether they are two characters because if they are two characters then that brings us up to 18 the other two characters on the left side of the screen of the um the box art here that people believe that they see is Korra and Aang from Avatar, which would make sense um, because they were also in the Nicktoons kart racer and they would lend themselves well to a fighting game. And Avatar is also like arguably more popular now than it has ever been. There's the potential that our roster right now is as many as 20, um, maybe 19, um, which means that there's only a couple more characters left. Yeah. So the other thing that, I don't know like I don't know whether to call it a theory or to to call it I believe what's going on right now. We've seen stages in trailers. There is a Legend of Korra and a, a Last Airbender stage. Yes, we have seen those. And the interesting thing is now for instance, there are three separate Ninja Turtle stages. We knew there were three Ninja Turtle stages, but now we have the three Ninja Turtle characters to go with those three stages. Every character seems like they're going to have their own stage. Is there three SpongeBob maps right now? There is three SpongeBob stages. There's the Flying Dutchman ship, I think, Jellyfish Fields, and Glove World. <gasps> Glove World? Yes. There's a throwback to OG SpongeBob. So yeah, now we have three SpongeBob stages. There's three Ninja Turtle stages. And then, like, I think they just showed Cat Dog stage today as well when they announced Cat Dog. So, like, if I have to be honest right now, I think 22 characters is such a weird number to have for a roster. Obviously, it's an even number, but, like, like when we were talking about our Injustice 3, whatever, or our DC vs. Marvel crossover fighting game character list, like, we were saying, oh, 24 would be good, or 25, because 25 is a nice marketable number. I think the reason we look at 22, though, or, tw- or sorry, 24 as like a nice number is because that's the number of characters that was in Smash Bros. Melee. Had that not been the case, I think that would also be an odd number. Yeah, Smash kind of spoiled us with like how many characters we can get into like one of these like mascot fighting games. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't know about the number. Like, I think the number's OK, in my opinion. Like, I, I don't see an issue with it. But like who they put in is going to be very interesting. I genuinely think and this is me because they announced two characters at Gamescom. So that means that there's six characters left. Now, in my opinion, I think they're going to show off characters in pairs, just like they did at Gamescom. Now, I personally am operating under the assumption that they're going to show Aang and Korra together, and that they're going to show Ren and Stimpy together, and that Ren and Stimpy are two separate characters. So I'm operating under the assumption that there's only two left. But let's be generous and say Ren and Stimpy are one character, a tag team. Who do you want the last three characters to be? What is your ideal, or who would not even ideal, like don't not who you think should be in there? Who do you want to be the last three characters? For me, I'm under the assumption so there's going to be if I say no fairly odd parents reps, my three would be Jimmy Neutron, 
Manny from El Tigre, and Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot. Those would be my last three. That's like dream case. Like I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen, but it'd be really cool. Gosh, I don't think I don't think I have I don't think I have three. I I wasn't really thinking about doing like a character log because like again, like I I didn't really watch a lot of Who would you like though? Doesn't necessarily be who you think. Like who would you like? I would like to see okay, like if we're gonna count like uh, fairly odd parent stuff. I would love to see either either Crash Nebula or the Crimson Chin, just because it would be cool to like okay have Timmy wish to have like a fighter. Like oh, that'd be cool. We need to have some kind of representation in this game. I wish that uh, that I could I could like he, or he would be Cleft the Boy Chin Wonder. If Cosmo and Wander in it, they're probably gonna be a, a tag team, or it would be like the dog or Baby Poof. Baby Poof. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. We left. We we we, uh, we checked out of that show before they introduced the baby and the puppy. Like again, that would be cool. Or Mark Chang, the alien. Yes. <laughs> the Crimson Chin is would be my most wanted character in the game. I think it would be, be hilarious. hilarious. It'd get Jay Leno to do the voice thing. It'd be great. I don't know if they they would do that, but it's see the thing is I'm so confused about how the rights thing works because I know there's something going on. There's a reason that they can't use them. Um, I think it has to I do can't... with the production company because, like, Butch Hartman was the creator, and he also created Danny Phantom. But I think the thing is, there was a different production company behind Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom, and apparently, there's multiple shows that that production company developed for Nickelodeon that also have similar rights issues with Nickelodeon. Interesting, because what I find weird is that there is a new Fairly Odd Parents show in work at Paramount in the works at Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nickelodeon must hold some kind of rights for the show, but I wonder if it's more because that's live action. So I'm wondering if it has something to do with the animation. I'm just quickly looking at it right now. The company in uh, that we're I'm. Referring to is Predator Studios, and they also did shows on Nickelodeon like Fanboy and Chum Chum, and also Never My Life as a Teenage Robot. So mm. that might uh, that may have disproved you right there for for Jenny. Here's mine. I do want Jenny. Like if Fairly Odd Parents was the thing, I think that it would be nice to have a Fairly Odd Parents character, either Timmy with the dog and Cosmo, Wanda, and Poof as like his helping with his moves or crimson chin or jorgen von strangle would be my other one. Oh yeah that'd be hilarious. Um, that would be ideal but i also don't think it's gonna happen i would love jenny but again like she might not happen because of this i do think jimmy neutron should probably be there so that's definitely one and my other two that i think i want you know these are sleepers and they probably won't be in but i would love to see them is um one is dora the explorer i would love to see dora I think it would be hilarious. Hold on, me, Dora. I kill you. I would love Dora the Explorer in this game. I think it would be so fun. But I do think it's another issue with like Rugrats where they're probably not going to throw a child in. But then again, they have Lincoln Loud and they they seem like children. But I guess Dora the Explorer was a child, a kid's show. So I still would love Dora. Um, the other one I really want, and I know that this character would never get in because there's other characters from this TV show that would definitely get in before them but um i would love a tag team of mermaid man and barnacle boy yes i think it would be so good even if they don't put them in i would love there to be a map of mermaid man and barnacle boy nickelodeon has so many really good like superhero parody characters across all their shows that i think would be hilarious like powdered toast man is one and like so the crimson chin 
Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, like Fanboy and Chum Chum are superhero like characters. LT Gray is a superhero character. Like it, there's so many awesome superheroes in like this Nickelodeon. Like Nickelodeon has like it's just they could make a superhero game just with them. <laughs> that would be awesome. Actually, who would? Here's a fun little exercise just to close things off. Who is going to be the Geno of? There isn't a. I don't think that you can. Oh, but have a who do you think I, I will one. be it's... the Geno? Oh, Mister. Um, oh, I know from SpongeBob, because it has to be. A, it has to be from like one of their like main franchise franchises. Yeah, it's gonna be no. Uh, tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pearl's it's date from the. There's dance. only one. No, there's only one character because it has. It has to be more than just an obscure character from SpongeBob. It has to be a crossover character from SpongeBob that only appeared in one thing one beloved thing and there's only one character that fits that description and it's David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff yeah. is the Dang. Gino of Nickelodeon. Yeah, I was going to say the angry gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> no, Patchy the Pirate. Damn, that's who I want. I want Patchy the Pirate. No, but Patchy was significant. He Patchy was, was significant. significant. But I want Patchy now. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, that... let's go with David Hasselhoff. Gino fans, you're no better than the Nick- Nickelodeon fans that want David Hasselhoff in, in this game. So we talked about stages and like we speculated the roster. So I think that's there's nothing else anyone anyone wants to add. That's a a bit of it'll be a, this episode is a quick one, but we definitely have something special cooked up for episode thirty. Yeah. So, so coming up next week, look forward to our GameCube essentials, which I know we've been building for a long time. Likely, probably going to be a two parter. What do you guys think? Yeah, unless Definitely. you want to like a four-hour special. So probably going to be a two-parter. So um, prepare for that. And then after episode 30, um, we'll have some new stuff. we got a new series cooking that uh, I'm sure we'll share with you soon. Um, mm-hmm. As well as we got a few more essentials. Um, we'll have to finish off the Nintendo ones and then decide what we're going to do after that. And I know we have some other stuff cooked up for the Zelda and Pokemon and Metroid anniversaries this year. As well as there's a lot of games coming out. Like we're about to hit the fall. So I'm sure you're going to hear like either reviews or topics around those um halo's coming out metroid we'll probably have another Warrior. marvel podcast of mcu probably podcast as, at some point yeah when what if finishes we'll probably talk about that a bit shang chi um, shang chi yeah dc fandom there's a lot of stuff yeah, dc fandom i forgot that's coming I'm so up so excited well. i'm so october's excited october's packed Hey, maybe we'll even uh, talk Curb Your Enthusiasm. But with that being said, thank you everyone for listening. Whether you're on YouTube or on Spotify, follow us, like the video, subscribe on YouTube as well. We passed 260 subscribers. Thank you very much. See you in episode 30. Till then, thanks for listening. Bye.